like Lulu Mama, Nurse Chatter Inbox, and Corona Times. Ironically, I grew up in Corona, Queens, since I came to this country at the age of seven. My grandmother is still there. God bless her soul. She's 90 years old. And most of my family still have their homes there. They said at night they would hear the sirens of the ambulance. My friend who worked as an EMT in the midst of the pandemic was stationed at Corona Queens for six weeks. And he said in an eight hour shift, he would pronounce 1400 deaths. He's a workaholic, so I believed he probably worked a five day shift that could could account for 42,000 deaths in a town. There's no data that shows that. Many people lost their parents, siblings, and friends. In January 2020, my husband told me about a virus in China that had killed 300 people and infected 6,000. I thought those were low odds. See, I was thinking about my committee of special ed meeting that was coming up. While at the same time, I was reading law books about special ed law. Yes, I had been fighting for my school district for the last year, and it was ugly. I remember three months earlier, October 3rd, when hell broke loose and I left that meeting a few minutes early for a job interview at a hospital I had been working for since 2005 as a nurse. Now it was a nurse practitioner position I was actually interviewing for a brand new one that was laid out for us, a dream job. So when my husband spoke to me in January, I was too busy fighting for my child's rights because I had lost that January 9th meeting and I had a lawyer and an advocate. In my head, it had to be done by me. So by January 15, he started school. January 17, papers were sent to the state and the federal. The following Tuesday, I started a new job in the city as a nurse practitioner. That February was pretty scary because everyone was dropping like flies and we were calling it the flu. The thing is, is that, you know, it would wipe like 20 people. In Corona, patients were being turned away. If they were not sick enough, they were told to quarantine at home. My grandmother's friend in her senior center, her son was told to go home and quarantine, and so he did. And when his wife went to look for him in the morning, he was found dead. I'm still talking about Corona Queens, and these are many other stories in my town, in my community. A young woman killed herself after her shift in her nursing home as a supervisor where most of her patients had died. See, we do not manufacture many of these materials that we need to stay safe. China does. And we need to still do that in the United States. We cannot produce the reagent solution that is part of the kit to test for COVID. An easy solution would be to open up those microbiology labs in the universities that are closed now and start making it. Stanford is doing that right now. In March, I was planning my mother's 70th birthday party while working in this new position that was started by my department. And 
at the last minute, I decided to not have the party, which was March 13th, March 14th. And I was so happy that I decided not to have it because I later found out one of my friends who was going to come to the party, she had tested positive for the virus, so she would have wiped us out. I also was dealing with my son and his struggles in a new environment. Well, my other son was in that same school where they singled out my other son. I later discovered that the district school's motivation was generated out of hate. Hate for the way I look like. My children are half Latino, and although they look very, although I look very ethnic, my children look like their Italian father. They have the dominant gene. My husband sheltered me from that very important information until a couple of weeks ago. The thing is, we're all dealing with a personal problem, very different problems before Corona happened. Now we all have this common human connection. We're all tied to this disease until it's over. We all have to social distance ourselves. We all have to wear this mask. We all have to wash our hands. We all have to peer out. And we all have to do these things until we find a vaccine that's gonna eradicate this disease. An asymptomatic patient, they're out there. The longest one I've seen is three months. She tested positive three months and then tested positive again three months later. She cried so hard. We heard her down the hallway. Mostly um, people who tested positive were two months. Um, Plaquenil, the drug that's given to people who have rheumatoid arthritis and lupus, it's marketed by the government and by Trump as an anti-malaria drug, hydroxychloroquine. It's a medication that's been given by mouth, and although there's no research, I know one of my nurses, her mom was really sick, and her O2 saturation was in the 60s. So they took her to the emergency room with one of her other sisters worked. And after an EKG, an electrocardiogram, which showed that her heart was okay, they gave her her first dose of Plaquenil. Within 24 hours, she turned around. They also did give her a Z-Pack as well. There has to be a better way. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she's a house representative in some parts in the Bronx and some parts in Queens and knows how COVID affected and killed individuals in her community. We should be looking for the research of the countries that have been successful in Europe, like Germany with COVID. They also make their own COVID tests, which the WHO organization approved. There's a philosophy professor in Harvard University. She outlined a way to be successful in and open up the schools, etc., without shutting down the country again. I mean, Trump, he's really, I wanna say a lot of things but he's not living in this reality. 
um, he should get a grasp up of the reality by going to see some of these sick patients in the hospital. He does have relationship with communist people like Putin. And I know for a fact that in 2016, Cuomo did um, an agreement to do the research for the cure for lung cancer that the Cubans have. And we're still doing the research in Rochester, New York. Black Lives Matter was the biggest march and still hasn't made any significant difference in changing any laws. Um, I've lived in a country with turmoil and they were so-called democratic. Um, Never quite fit when I went there and I never spoke like them. And I was also taken out of a bus and thank God nothing happened. But we live in different times. You know, the country is now flowing. Um, People, you know, we really have to wake up. This is not a dream. COVID is really real. Believe me, I lived it like many frontliners. Taking this dream job was one of my most stepping stones in my career. And I didn't realize at the end it would be the choice that I had to make because it would be either my survival or not. This is Lulu Mama. Stay tuned. Take care.